Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast at episode number 33. Uh, and yeah, we're making good progress towards the 50. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to be discussing the new UCL format that will be introduced in 2024-25. Stuff we like about it, stuff we don't like, and yeah... Make sure to get involved in the comments down below. Tell us your thoughts. And if you're on Spotify, head over to the YouTube and get involved in the comments. Or we, we need some kind of thing where people can give their... Me- I wish Spotify had comments. That'd be good. Or something like that. a few people listening on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, you good mates with all of them. That's yeah, good. No, no, no. Just need a way to communicate with them, but... Spotify doesn't like its audiences. Imagine you could comment on, like, on like songs, though. I'll just go on every. I'm trying to think of a bad artist. Um, I don't know. I'll just comment on a bad artist song. I'm just going, you're naff. Um, oh, yeah. Got him that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, they are really worried. You. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were close to retiring, but that was the final oh. straw. No, really got them. Yeah. Right. Shall we get into this? Yeah. So, as I mentioned briefly there in the intro, this will be introduced in 2024-25, so we've still got a few years for them to hopefully decide not to do it, Uh, but I doubt they will because it means more money for everyone involved. This will stretch across all the UEFA competitions, the UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League and the UEFA Europa Conference League. Everyone's favourite competition. Oh, yeah, you can catch me with a bit of UECL action. Oh, yeah, uh, it basically just means that 12, well, tw- yeah, 12 more teams will get to play uh, European football. So they're changing but, some, all the European yeah. competitions, and yeah, some more, you know, 12 more teams playing football, I guess, are going to be a positive thing. Oh, yeah. can it? Oh. More, more teams in European competition gives more chances to other teams. That's something you've always. Um, I know you've we've mentioned on the podcast and you've mentioned it a lot. Is the fact that like for example, Prem has four teams go through to the Champions League. Yeah, and, then and like and then have three slots. Is it for Europa League? Cause they have two, fifth and sixth in the league, and then the winner. Just of the it's Cup. just fifth and the winner of Europa. Again, that's two. Though. But op- yeah, it's, it's just been more. often in recent years that either Prem teams have won the Europa League, yeah. and then got well, then they get a Champions League spot, which then pushes it down. Or like, you know, like we what? Yeah, Premier teams won the Champions League and Europa League in the same year. Well, that one of them, yeah, United were out of the yeah. So it, yeah, it just makes it all a bit of a bit of a mess, and it means that theoretically the Premier League could end up with six teams in the Champions League. With the new format, they could end up with more though. So anyway, what is the new format? It is a thirty-six team league. I know, makes no sense. Replaces the 32-team group stage. The knockouts and that all stay the same, but yeah, it's a 36-team league. Every play, every team plays 10 random games. Random games. Uh, five home and five away. So there's obviously no big disadvantage. How do they... So is it a draw, those random games? Or gonna, is it just decide? Well, they're not going to, like... That's going to take ages. They're going to just stick it into fixture creator. Bang. And then just go first ten weeks. Sorted. Bayern could get like every first five weeks and just double it. End up getting. mm, I don't like that. So basically, it's a new format. All they've done is they've swapped out the group stage for a a league, a bigger league. Yeah, because that. I mean, it means that if so, say it. It makes us because what they want to do is create more 
good games in the early stages. Yeah. So if you have 10 games, it's likely that at least two of them, if you're a club like a Real, a Bayern, a Chelsea, a Liverpool, a Barca, any of them, you're likely to play at least two, possibly more of the big yeah. teams. But like one team could get, probably Man City, could get a full 10 of like the the 10 that will get, like that will finish bottom. Is it? Ten, so it's ten different teams. It's not yeah, five. It's not five teams home them. and away. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe so. I think it um, is ten separate teams. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting how they do just work that out, work out the fixtures because that uh, is. Well, very... also, if you've got all your difficult co- uh, games at home, mm. then all your easy ones away. That's such a big advantage that yeah. probably just not being looked into. So yeah. I don't know. I'm. I. It's a. It just doesn't make much sense. I know a lot of people don't like the Champions League group stage. They find it a little bit pointless and null and that. And I. I. I get for a small club, it increases the amount of European football they're gonna play a season. Because yeah. now, if you qualify for the Champions League, you're guaranteed ten games, mm. even if you lose every one, which is a lot of revenue considering five of them are a bit home. So you're gonna be bringing in a lot in tickets. How many games this? And you usually play what six? Say, because if you're if you're a really small club, you're going to be hoping you get PSG, Barca, Real, Liverpool, Chelsea, like Juventus, City. No. <laughs> so you just get a full ten of ridiculously impossible games. Because even if you lose every one, you're bringing yeah. so much in terms of TV revenue and ticket sales so and every interest around the will game. Plays so about an extra yeah. four games. What we usually play in the groups. Yeah, and Which then the will mean four. So four from this thirty-six, the top eight will automatically advance to the round of sixteen. They're through sorted. So the teams that score the most points out of their yeah. ten games, at the bottom eight, they'll be knocked out. They play no European football for the rest of the season. That's it. But they have got to play ten games. And this is another advantage: is then then you get a playoff by the ninth to ninth to sixteenth, seeded against seventeenth to twenty-fourth. So it's like the cha- championship playoffs. Ninth will play 24th, 10th right. will play 23rd, yeah. and it'll run like that. So yeah, 16th will play 17th. So so it's likely all the big teams will go through, but it does guarantee an, at least 12 games for another eight teams. And then, of course, you're left with your Champions League round 16. It goes through from that. You're into the normal knockout stages, semi-final, uh, round 16, quarter-final, semi-final, of, final. It is a lot of thing. It is a lot of uh, games, especially if you're one of those teams that uh, came through the playoffs. You to, yeah, if you have to go through the playoffs. And then you have to play the league games, and then you have to play the playoffs yeah. to get to the round of 60. So imagine you have to play it's, the playoffs to get to the actual competition, then you have to play 10 league games, yeah. and then playoffs and then to get playoffs. to the round of 16. And then if you lose them, and go to the Europa League, you then have to play a round of 32, then oh, a 16, wow. uh, then a quarter-final, I mean, semi-final. It's good from, for, for us, because that would be great so many, for be so many more games, yeah. But for players and teams, that is a lot of games. So I don't think a lot of people have a massive problem with this stage. It increases the amount of games, it increases the amount of good games... And it adds more purpose to every game. I mean, yes, like Bayern Munich could play Liverpool and Chelsea and Real Madrid and lose all three and then get seven easy games and still get through mm. um, automatically. But it does mean we're going to have more interesting games early in the competition, yeah. which I guess can only be a good thing. 
Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's increased games for every club because it means it goes from the minimum of six to ten, and then at least at least um, three quarters will play twelve plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll and play twelve, and then more. So, for example, the losers of the playoffs will go to the conference league. Then the Europa but of course, the conference league, conference league losers go to the national league. You immediately get relegated so from your domestic league to the lowest everyone. league in your country. I would be I would be liking this if um, if I was a team, say in the Premier League. That didn't finish in the top seven, eight that year, and and then you know we've got all these other teams having to play at least ten, ten other games yeah. outside the league. Especially if it's conference league, it means nothing. Mm. Like Tottenham this season, they have to play ten games before they even this isn't got to anything. That years, but if, it was, if it was to happen next year, I'd be looking at Wolves, Palace, Brighton as teams to go on and do well next season. If it, you know, so, yeah, yeah, we've still got quite a wait. Yeah, um, the big things is it's more money. It's uh, increased games for every club, more money for rich people, and bigger games earlier. Now you might be wondering, how have we gone from thirty-two to thirty-six teams? Well, that is where I think the biggest controversy comes in because mm. it's not great, if I'm honest. Right, so the first first team. All fine with this. Third in the fifth highest coefficient league. This means that League One will have their amount of teams that qualify automatically to the Champions League increased from um, two to three. So that's going to increase because okay. at the moment their third place spot has to go into the um, what's it called? Because you have the Champions Path and then the the other one. I can't remember what it's called. It's the qualifying round, qualifying Somewhere. path, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Loser's path. <laughs> that sounds like you've got... The treacherous trail. Ooh. I would prefer if they called that. That'd be so much better. If anyone at UEFA can turn the, the second path to the Champions League into the treacherous trail. Dude. So if the Champions path and then the treacherous trail into the Champions League. Yeah, that would be good, to be fair. Um, so yeah, that means that one more team in Ligue 1 is guaranteed. Yeah. That's what, obviously, if Ligue 1 were to drop down, it would be whoever... Most depressing. It's just the fifth highest coefficient league. Then fourth will then become the qualifier for the Champions League, which then means the position down will go to the Europa League. Something like that. It just increases the amount of teams that League One get to put in. Because they'll have to increase it for every competition, not just the UCL, I suppose. Yes. Then that no, because then that would mean that you get a very low down and you're going Conference League. But I think that. I know that would be about the same as Prem. I don't. I don't know what the four additional teams are for the. Conference League and Europa League, but they're going to be something along yeah. these lines. Okay. I imagine they'll just be more losers now from the playoffs, get moved into the mm. other competitions. So it is filled Because there's this whole debate because um, between like League One and was it Portugal? Portugal became the fifth highest league in world football for a bit. And then League One really overtook it. So yeah. So it's actually quite big now. Exactly. So, but it, it so it depends on. Um, how far, how how well your clubs do in Europe, and so mm-hmm. this season PSG out, meaning Liga now have none and. representatives after round sixteen. Benfica yeah, are Benfica's into the quarters. Yeah. If Benfica were to get through, Madrid, they would Liverpool. they would put their coefficient ranking into a well, they put down. the league's coefficient ranking into an amazing position for mm. um 
for consideration in 2024, they could be the fifth highest. Obviously, Leon are um, in the Europa League, aren't they? Yes, but then I think that Bra- Braga are still in the Conference League. I think Marseille yeah. are still in the um, Europa League. Sporting were knocked out. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Were knocked out by City, but mm-hmm. still the same time that PSG yeah. got knocked out. Which is actually quite big. Porto, still in the Europa League, I believe. Yes, because they got knocked out of the Champions League. No, yeah, but I'm just checking whether they got oh, knocked right. out or not. Yeah, in so the that, that, that actually means something, which I think is good because it makes a change. Because usually it doesn't really mean much. No, Porto, no, Porto are out. Oh, okay, but yeah, it doesn't Don't know how, usually yeah. mean much, but it does. It will mean something to being in the top five best or the top five highest coefficient leagues. Yeah, so Marseille are in the Conference League, and then Lyon are in the. In the Europa League, Braga are also in the Europa League. I say, I think it's a oh, conference, yeah. but they're in the uh, they're in the Europa. So yeah, so there is a chance that that could become the Portuguese league. That would mean they then get uh, Sporting, yeah. Benfica, and Porto because realistically, no one else is going to break that top three except maybe Braga. I guess could so get in there. They'll all go through. But it increase the amount of teams that automatically qualify. Didn't they? Oh yeah, to, oh, yeah. I think that would be a shame though if it was the Portuguese league or not league one. Um, but that's just a personal opinion. Uh, then we get one more team from the Champions Path. The Champions Path is basically the path in which champions of domestic leagues outside of the top like ten coefficients, or or like six, seven, eight, something like that, outside of that, then have to compete on the Champions Path to get through. It might even be after the top five, something like that. Um, so that yeah. is that's yeah, leagues like it. the Ukrainian League. Yes, yeah, like Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah, like Mo- the Moldovan Sheriff, League, all of that. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's clubs like them that have Arsenal. to come through those uh, those leagues I to do get like into that, it. Because it does give it does give opportunity for other teams to get in. Yeah, yeah. So that's one more team which I think is very just. Yeah, it means that. Um, How's it, does that mean two teams now get through? And then that goes from four to five oh, right. on the champions path. How does that work then? Because it's not like a final knockout thing, is it? It's just a, what, no. A so you get a playoff game. Mm, okay. So it's, they'll be like they take the winner of the Moldovan league and play them against the winner of the Belarusian. Uh, but I guess yeah, so it'll be like you're not going to have like the championship when so it's like having through. five finals. But and I think there might match. be a round before it, so like yeah. Moldova and Belarus, you're going to have to play, and then yeah. the Moldova so one would get to play against the Russian winners. one. Obviously not at the moment, but yeah, that'd be how it yeah. works. But this, the next two spots, if the four additional teams, is I think the the problem, the biggest problem people have with the new. Um, formats. Two teams with the highest club coefficient ranking who didn't qualify for the Champions League but did qualify for the UEFA Europa League or the UEFA Conference League. So basically, if you fucked up and you're now stuck in the Europa League or Conference League, get out of jail free card. So So we'd never see... Well, if we look at the season just gone... Tottenham, oh, you're stuck down in the Conference League. Bang, up in Champions League. Wow. Immediately, because they've got a, because they were in the Champions League final a few years ago. I think That's the, two teams. The other team would be like, who's who was in the Europa League groups? Uh, I don't think it's going to be West Ham. I'll be honest. Wow. <laughs> It'd probably be someone like a Sevilla. If they no, they were in the Champions League groups, mm. weren't they? I don't like that at all. 
Yeah, it's not. It is just a horrible rule. It basically means so, that the, if the rich clubs were to have a poor season, they'll just automatically get through. It does. It still means that Arsenal would have no Champions League, though. So that's all right from last season. Yeah. So they still wouldn't have got anything. Um, I, I, I think right. it's slightly better that it's though that they've still qualified for Europa League or Champ or Conference League. But I, yeah, I don't yeah. agree with that. So they're kind of a massive fuck up, but. Yeah, like, like they've been relegated to the championship, but Man United in you come to the Champions League. Welcome. <laughs> okay, so they still have that they still got like, for a European competition. Hell, so then what happens to their place? They would just get because obviously it's now just a, t- a league. Mm. It would just be, I guess, who, so if it was Europa League, they've just lost two teams. They'd just take the two highest club coefficient ranking. Who qualified who for didn't, the UECL. Yeah, who qualified for the Conference League. They'll just move them and up into the Europa League. league. I guess they just take... the league? Possibly. So that could be how... Eight, like Wolves or something. Yeah, Wolves like that. Or something. Well, it'd have to be someone with European prowess. Because club coefficient yeah. is based on yeah, how you've performed in yeah. Europe. To be fair, Wolves did get to the Europa League a couple years ago. Yeah. I, I, I'm tr- yeah. I don't remember how it because I think there is there's got to be something in there that's like if you won the league league this has mm. got to have something to do with it so mm. yeah so when Leicester won the league their club coefficient would have gone up but also yeah. they played in the Champions League and got to the quarters so Did, they, they, it was a quarters yeah do you not remember Craig Shakespeare absolute vibes and they lost to oh, I thought they got knocked someone out like, and then won the Europa League and then got to the quarters of the Europa League I'm f- I might be wrong, but I'm fairly sure. I think sure. quarters of the Champions League, that's a massive stretch under Shakespeare. Nah, because I think they, they were like shite in the league. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to get battered, and then they did Leicester something amazing. They're in the Conference League now, aren't they? Yes. They, they, out of the league they play PSV. Much. Okay. So that's um, that, that probably got by the teams. Who's the Trump? Oh, uh, Leicester. So that, that kind of has pros and cons then. Because it does mean that you know more places get given, as we said. Rum. So people, you, you, uh, you, conference league teams might get. Let's uh, see. Enter the 2016-17 season as reigning Premier League champions after winning the Premier League title. So they were then in the Champions League. They were knocked out in the quarterfinals by Atletico Madrid. I didn't think it was one of the Madrids. You know, that was Real or wow. Atleti. So oh, yeah. Uh, let me have. So they've played probably quite a big club coefficient compared to other teams. They've got got fairly decent. Let me try and... Um, But yeah. It's an interesting one. For me, I'm a fan of the group stage. I like the format we've got now. I don't see a reason to change it. Yeah, it's not... The group stage is quite... Yeah, it's quite good. Um, But... I I, I don't know. It's not. I'm not against this new format. Uh, but by the way, Leicester beat Sevilla three two, progressed and then lost two one to Atleti. Uh, Atleti then went on to lose to Real, who eventually won the tournament. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they won that was up semi final. They beat Juventus in the final, weren't it, Madrid? Yes, they did. Yeah. That was um, the year Monaco as well. That was Mbappe at Monaco. They yes. got to the semis against Juve. Wow, what a year for football. How long ago now? Yeah, Five years. Now we're on to 2024, which is eight years later, and Leicester will probably, yeah, get a chance in Europe mm. even if they finish 10th mm. because they've got that high coefficient, which I imagine, yeah, would help you out for like, the Conference League and stuff. But yeah. 
I do for the Champions League. They're the four. They're the four extra teams. I don't know how it works for the other two, but I feel it's probably similar. I do kind of like the idea of the playoffs. I think they for the to get to the round of sixteen, it's like ninth has to play twenty fourth yeah. in the league. That could be quite. Cool. I do feel though that just gives an advantage to the top eight teams who are going to be like the super clubs because it means they've got one less game to play of knockout football. I also mean, yeah. I also think it could increase the level of ability in the Europa League. And think it could yeah. decrease the level of ability in the Champions League. Because it's a one-off game for the playoffs. It's not unrealistic that that ninth-place team could be Bayern Munich and that 24th-place team could be Red Bull Leipzig. In which case, Le- you Leipzig could be... Yeah, it could be someone like that. So it's, there's a good chance that... Yeah. You know, a club will really go for it in that match because they know that even if they lose, they go to the Europa League. Twenty fourth seems quite low, but if you put all the sort of like this year, if you put together the thirty two top teams in the in the thirty six. Well, no, if you, so I'm saying this year, if you were okay. ranking the thirty two teams in the group stage this year that we've had, twenty fourth would probably be maybe like a team like a Sporting. Yeah, it'd be third place teams. Well, if you think about it, there's eight eight groups. It'd be everyone yeah. that came third. So it's going to be your Leipzig, your Sporting stuff. It basically means they're not automatically out, and those clubs that came Ooh. second, they're not automatically through anymore. Oh, that that's quite good actually. So yeah, that that bit makes more competition. If you think yeah. about it like that, it makes more. But if more you think about if you think about eight teams, like Chelsea, Liverpool, City, Real, Barca, Bayern, Juve, Atleti. That's eight. That's no, like, a United. There's no United. There's no PSG in that. There's no Inter, AC. Dortmund, Villarreal. Arsenal, Tottenham, who would both be in there with the new things. So you basically create amazing playoffs. I know I've probably titled this something like the new Champions League format is a disgrace, and that's mainly at the highest club coefficient ranking, which I think is harsh. I think it's, Mm. it's harsh on the smaller teams because you're bringing in more big teams... Who don't deserve to be there at all? Yeah, it's just that they've, they've done well in the past. I do, hope. but it does increase the the amount of big teams in it. It creates bigger mm. games. So from purely a content creation side of view, point of view, yeah, I really like this new format. I do hope that when they trial it in twenty, if they do trial it in twenty twenty four, twenty five, if they if we do it and it doesn't work and it's a disaster. I do hope they will go back to the old format and they don't just persist with this new format. Well, I, I, to be honest, I think we are now locked in with we're going to be having a league system and then into the knockouts. I think that is very much... that. Like They, they don't want the Super League to go ahead, so they've done the same thing, just but added knockouts. called it the Champions League. Yeah. That's it, basically. Because they, they don't want... They can't afford to lose out to this to this Super League. So they're just going to do the same thing and call yeah. it a different name. And people Smart. will love them. And also, you yeah, have knockouts, I guess. So that's the thing. I'm glad they helped to... Well, the Super League was I always going to have knockouts as well. So. I think what helps with this is that um, it's a mix of both formats. You've got the new league format instead of the group stage. But they have kept the old knockouts. So they'll still be exactly the same, won't they? Still two-legged, round sixteen. The, the, the one, another thing I could see being an issue of it is that if you're if you're saying Ajax, yeah, and you've now got to play minimum ten, probably minimum twelve, because they'll definitely be in the top twenty-four teams. Yeah, you've got to play minimum twelve games more than most clubs 
in your league. It'll only be like PSV and mm. finals. It could create these smaller domestic leagues yeah. where a, a small club can just come through and win a league. So I'd be looking at if you look Netherlands, at you, Portugal. Well, yeah, if you look at like Portugal, you'd say Braga, Benfica, Sporting, and and um, Porto would probably all be yeah. competing. So that does that like, give a chance to someone else in that league to come through and possibly out there to league place. Yes, but I think PSG are just so strong they could yeah. put out their C team and probably still roll over Clement for seventeen one. I still think so. What's Serie A? Because that's a very competitive league as it is. And if you if a Roma or a Lazio miss out, I mean they'll probably just get and pushed then, back into the Champions yeah. League anyway. But or even like a, well, a, a, a yeah, a Fiorentina, a Torino, someone like that could pull off a shock in mm. the Premier League. If a Wolves, if a Crystal Palace have a good squad coming through, if a West Ham don't have a poor season in twenty twenty three twenty four, don't have any Champions League competition because they won't get promoted through having a high club coefficient ranking. They could then mount a more serious challenge at the Champions League, because yeah. they you know you now got the even if you qualify from the top eight, you're now going from what it's six games, then it's eight more to be if you win like seven more, isn't it? Two, 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 one. Yeah, yeah. so seven if you're going to win it. So seventeen games max. I mean, could be twelve. You could have. If, to, if you go for yeah. the playoffs, it could be 19 if you're going to win it. So yeah, so it's a which, which we meant. Considering that, that's gone from 15 to 19 for a that winner. That is the thing, though. Sorry, no, that's gone from you could come 13 to 19 for, for a winner. You could come 24th in the league, so just get the and playoffs still win it. and still win it. Which is why like, it does offer loads of security to a big club. Yeah. You're never going to see like in Barcelona stage, in the Europa League again. In the Unless, stage. of course, but then, you know, it swings the other way because mm. playoffs, if someone between 9th and 16th was to lose to a smaller team, then, you know, that could be a big game. And also, yeah, I guess if you did mess up the Champions League and then you're you're like 18th and you're playing against 15th, that could be a mm. Barca-Ajax. That could be a, 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 a massive game like that, an Arsenal versus a Leipzig. Yeah, back, because back to the whole... Um, you know, you could go twenty fourth to win it. Um, that's different. That's a bit different. Because in the group stage, if you're sitting bottom of your group after three games, it's going to be very hard to get back to the top, get through, and mm. win the, and win the Champions League. Whereas if you come twenty fourth in this league and mess the league up, you've you still can got a still chance go on to win it. So I think the two, my two biggest problems. That there's a lot of positives which we've run through for this video. Yeah. My two biggest negatives are, of course, that that two extra teams with the highest club coefficient ranking and also the 10 randomly allocated games yeah. because I just don't see how that's going to be fair ever no there's no as you said I draw it, guarantee Man City will get one tough game and play yeah. Dynamo Kiev nine times no, that, that tough game will probably be like Ajax no <laughs> I think I think they'd want a Man City PSG or something like that I do, yeah. If it's random, they can do just you think stick it's games. Really like going to be random? Oh, that's what they're saying. I mean, it make more sense to have it. You know, you have to play five of if the top of the top eighteen teams in the big in the coefficient. Mm. Like the so the top eighteen yeah. teams that are in the competition that rank the top that the rank highest in the coefficient. 
which will probably just be the top 18 anyway, yeah. and then everyone down. Um, so you have to play five in the top lot, five in the bottom lot. I think what I'm saying makes sense. It's, hot, it's difficult to yeah. explain. But yeah, I mean, it'll take some workshop and it'll take some editing. He's going to be I think it's going to be a, a better format in the long run. Yeah, eventually, once we're all used to it. Should be more exciting if you say From, from a purely game. viewer perspective, it's going to be better. From a player perspective, you're throwing in another four games in there mm-hmm. for the staff, for the managers, for that the amount of travelling you're now going to have to do. That's another four Champions League. Guys. Yeah, I think it's it could be four, it could be six if you're in the playoffs. So it's a lot more. Which would then, which then a lot more matches. Things when you cu- have a, like, how are you going to fit the bloody Carabao Cup in, mate? Exactly, and when like this season. Obviously, it's been very COVID-affected, and hopefully by 2024 it isn't as affected. But, obviously, for this season, the amount of midweeks we've played in the Premier League this Couple year. Couple solutions. One, put Prem teams into FA Cup later. Yeah. Two. All the Carabao Cup, because I don't care about that. Take European, comp- com- European competing sides out of the Carabao Cup. See, I would like that because then that would give because it would mean it's yeah. guaranteed going to be like a Villa, a Southampton, a West Ham. It would be a bit. Well, like, not even West Ham. It would be, be someone even lower than that. It'd be a bit like a cup for the Championship sides, when a few Prem sides in there. Well, it'd be like yeah. twelve to thirteen to fourteen Prem sides and everyone down. Yeah, because that's it. Or just abolish the Carabao Cup. Um, <laughs> yeah. That also works. That is another option because. Or no one cares about doing the quadruple. But equally, if you take the Prem teams out of the Carabao Cup, one, it means that no one cares about the tournament anymore. Yeah. So the I don't think Carabao are going to want to sponsor it. Uh, two, the, yeah, it loses we'll integrity in that. And well, they they want to get some money out of it. <laughs> There's no point. And three, I mean, the Prem get the Prem teams, the extra games they play in the Champions League is negated by the fact they now don't have to compete in a competition so with. Let's not do that. That no one really cares <laughs> they about. Maybe just support the shit. No, but it could still be. Fun, because if you had like a yeah, but you get smaller teams having a Carabao Cup win, not even just a cup run. You, you you know you could see a League One side realistically beat Aston Villa. It's not impossible. No. We've seen non-League sides beat Prem teams before, yeah. so League One sides could beat the lower teams definitely. Think, like Middlesbrough, it's so well beating Tottenham United. And then couldn't beat Chelsea. Take those three teams out. Give them, give them Newcastle, Southampton, and, and Villa. Newport. And they could have probably got through. Yeah. So you'd have you'd have more chance for teams to actually get their hands on some silverware, which yeah. for Tottenham would be brilliant. They'd love that. Which is gonna not qualify for Europe and then win the Carabao Cup they every would, year. They would do that. So that is and then, since the Carabao Cup gives would gives you yes. qualification to the Conference League. Does it now? I think so. Because I know FA Cup's your own league. That's how Leicester got in this year. I don't think they'd have got it anyway. I think they should do a shitty shield. <laughs> whoever comes seventh plays whoever wins the Carabao Cup <laughs> and they get to go in the Conference League. And they play it the week before the Community Shield. Really, yeah, I really like and they, that. They can't call it the shitty <laughs> Here's shield. Here's the shitty They'd call it like the charity trophy though, wouldn't they? The charity they? trophy. The Community Bowl. That's what, it used to, that's what the community shield used to be, the charity shield. I'd rather they call it the community bowl. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the community bowl number one, the first ever. <laughs> community bowl 54. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that would be good. We need. It's the halftime show by some random bloke in England who is back. And then the trophy is just some nan's china out of her cupboard. <laughs> it's a teapot. It's no, it's a bowl. It's, just, oh, yeah. it's called the community bar. I'm not gonna get. <laughs> well, we got a giant mug here for a laugh. Someone didn't really get the name. Didn't want to say handing you out. Wee giant mug. Wee. I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right, what are we looking like? I think we've at least got half an hour done on this. Uh, no FPL this week, of course, because we are having to record ahead of time. Also, no live shows this week for us to promote to you, but we do have our predictions out Friday. It's probably all factually incorrect, but watch it if you want. Uh, of course, we posted about Mark Gurhey two days ago, so enjoy that as well. Uh, and then we are back with the live streams next week with big games. Chelsea versus Arsenal and Liverpool Man United. I've said them in the wrong order, but they're both happening. If you haven't enjoyed, make sure you leave a like, comment. If you're on YouTube, head on over to the Spotify, share the love, hit all the fun fun buttons. Uh, if you're on YouTube, head over to the. No, I've said the same thing twice. If you're on Spotify, head over to YouTube, hit all the fun buttons, get involved in the comments, give your thoughts, all that good stuff. But yes, if you have enjoyed, make sure to comment down below. Your thoughts on the format? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you not really give her? Do you, if you support Villa, then you probably won't, because you're never going to be in the anyway. Right. Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you next time. See ya.